everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay, folks, I wanted to uh, share with you a little story, and I also wanted to discuss with you uh, Darren Hardy's message to today uh, about today. Well, it wasn't really about today. It was a message about summer, actually. Um, and I did my gratitude exercise today, and I mentioned walks with Mary. Uh, the Dollar Tree store happens to be a store, a retail store in our town that everything there is a dollar. And I was able to get a composition uh, notebook, 100 sheets for a uh, for dollar. Actually, a dollar seven. But actually, really, it was a dollar because she gave me the seven cents, which was very nice of her. Um, talk radio. I put that as a gratitude list, but that's kind of, you know, borderline trash because it doesn't provide much sustenance. It really provides more anxiety than anything else. You know, it's really not talking points. It's, it's anger points. But anyhow, I use it for entertainment every now and then. Um, I primarily listen to personal development when I'm driving. Uh, the locker room at the YMCA is a um, place where I'm grateful. Uh, why? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's spacious. Have my own locker. Um, everything's spread out. Nobody's yelling at me. Well, not 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 really. Busting my chops, maybe, but you know, <laughs> that's part of the reason I like it so much. Um, Morning Mass with my mom and dad every morning. That's uh, a great thing during the week uh, that I seek, uh, see, well, I, I guess I seek fulfillment, but I do. Uh, and my Fitbit on my, on my wrist. I like it because it gives me, you know, the mileage that, you know, some people like the steps that they've walked. I like the mileage that I've gone, um, not in the car, but, you know, walking or whatever, running, exercising. Uh, my flip-flops, those are my, my sandals. Um, my marriage, my dogs, and my children. Notice how they come after my dogs. <laughs> Funny how that works. Um, so, Darren Daly today was talking about the perfect summer schedule and flexible schedules uh, are the most important to staff in the summer you know uh, specifically um, in the warm summer people like to go to the beach or the lake uh, or the pool and having a flexible schedule to do that uh, is is very rewarding 
uh, and satisfying at the same time uh, where you know it, it helps retain staff so if you know you have someone that wants to uh, jet out early to head to the, the beach uh, you have that availability if you have someone that wants to come in late so they can go uh, to the pool you know you also have that availability so step number four uh, was to create a summer schedule you know and you want the the focus is to keep the I say the focus that the objective is to keep everybody focused and in doing so they have the, the capability uh, of working their hours so they can accommodate um, their wants and, and objectives if, if you will so you know I mean that's that's worth its weight in gold right there so understand for those people that have a team or employees uh, that having a, a flexible schedule uh, is certainly um, beneficial specifically in the summer months when generally there's more activity going on for us folks in the northern hemisphere um, and the same can hold true in the winter for the southern hemisphere folks just a little different uh, flip that's all so I'll share with you a story that most of you um, may have heard or bits and pieces of uh, it's the elephant rope and there was a man in Africa that came upon an elephant camp and the elephants were all fastened together uh, not by chains and thick ropes but by relatively frail ropes and these were adult elephants and the man had inquired with the trainer why this was done since the elephants could very easily break free and make a run for it if you will uh, the trainer explained to the man that these elephants since the time they were born were fastened by these small ropes which at the time were strong enough to hold them to hold the baby elephants and as the baby elephants grew um, their belief mechanism <laughs> if you will was that the ropes would also keep them from breaking free so they didn't really even seem to believe they, that they could escape or break the ropes although they easily could uh, at this stage in their life but I think what's ironic is that what was broke 
was their spirit. Their spirit was broke. They didn't even feel as though they were able to break free. So they never even tried. So the moral of the story is never let anything hold you back. And that's easy to say, but boy is it difficult to do sometimes. Especially when you have such negative thoughts in your factory telling you why you can't do something. But don't let anything hold you back. And the fact of the matter is, say you had a a million dollar goal and you were only making, you know, $10,000 a year. And you strived to obtain that million dollars. Now, in some cases, it can be achieved if everything is done the correct way. But in other instances, it may not be done. You know, you may have fallen short of your goal and you may have only earned $600,000 a year. But that's a, a far cry from 10000 where you started. So that's why you should never let anything hold you back because anything's possible. You know, and anything you want, you need to place in your subconscious to override your paradigm that what you're going after not only is possible, but you're going to do it. You know, believing in your success is more important than actually achieving it. If you can understand that, folks, you know, believing in your self is more important than actually achieving the accomplishment. And I thought that was a real, um, I don't want to say humbling, it was a, a, a real story that hit home with me. That I've heard it before. It's kind of like the scripture passage. You hear it every now and then, you know. And it made me reflect on my life when I was a young adult in college, kind of a smaller physique kind of person, you know, 160 pounds uh, with clothes on. (laughs) And I always wanted to bench press two plates on each side, which was 225 pounds and I tried doing it um, several times and I was never able to do it I was never able to you know push it out and finally a few of my friends 
that were my size, maybe even smaller, were able to. And I thought that was just what the doctor ordered because then I would be able to, because I knew kind of like the Roger Bannister barrier, he broke through the wall and then everybody else did soon after him. But I still couldn't do it. I still couldn't bench press 225 pounds and it was a it was a mental block until one day my sophomore year uh, of college where I was working out consistently and my bench press I would get maybe 10 20 pounds away from from 225 and would never kind of cross that barrier. I was kind of like the elephants, if you will, you know what I mean? Until finally my friend that was working out with me for a couple months said, listen, just throw, instead of 205, throw 225 on. And I did. And boom, I banged it right up. No problem. There really was no problem. And I said, holy cow. And he's like, the kicker? These bars are not 45 pounds. These bars are actually 50 pounds. So you benched 230. <laughs> I said, wow, isn't that neat? You know, and it was, it was refreshing. Um, and I was on cloud nine for, I would say, several days. You know, not something I could really brag about because that was almost a, a given for a, a kid in his sophomore year to be able to bench you know 225 pounds that's incorporated into the sets for crying out loud but for me that was you know that was my max you know and once I crossed that barrier I was able to cross the 275 pound barrier as well as uh, 315 pound barrier but I then realized that it's not so much how much you can bench press it's how you look right that's what it's all about just like an affiliate marketer or a coach or any online business you have that capacity to do so much more and don't do it just to make the extra three thousand dollars or whatever do it to establish that relationship to help someone over a threshold uh, to give someone some advice or reassurance that's what really motivates me and I hope you can um, resonate with that uh, because in this online marketing world, it's not so much about what we can do. It's really what we're not doing. And if we do the things that maybe we're not doing, that's when we'll have more success, more opportunity, and a, a better outlook on life in general. Uh, that's what helps you succeed in this business. You know, and it's not just 
banging through uh, the clicks, the links, and the offers without recognizing the actual people behind those. And once you can connect with those people, you'll be able to connect uh, with a lot more than just wealth. Believe me, uh, there'll be an abundance of wealth financially, um, I think, personal development-wise, there, there'll be so much there. So, you know, remember that elephant rope story that I shared with you that most of you know, because it can carry you through uh, a lot of difficult times. It certainly can. So with that, I will check in with you guys hopefully tomorrow lord willing and in the meantime be well stay well we'll talk to you soon